Today, we're going to talk about how to lie convincingly. And I know what you're thinking. If you're new here, if you don't understand the evil week is not an ironic title, we are truly trying to be a bit more evil because people don't assume women lie. People assume that we're truthful. This can be used to your advantage. So if people do trust you, exploit this. Thank you, Shallon. You are a public service. No one is better at exposing how a manipulator works than you are. And you were totally right about Ellen being a bad person. I mean, you called that one months in advance. For those of you who haven't seen my first video on Shallon, this is Evil Week. Evil Week is a special week in October where Shallon covers these seven deadly sins and how to use them to your advantage. So here we are, we have a new year and a new talk on the deadly sins. However, the one thing that is consistent is Shallon's horrendous audio that sounds like I'm being screamed at in the middle of a mountain range. If my ears are going to hurt, they should be hurting by the content of what you're saying, not from the terrible audio. Anyway, this time we are going to go over two lessons from the deadly sins, which are how to lie better and how to be ruthless. We'll get to that, but first, if you like the content you see on this channel, then consider making a donation. With all the stuff that goes on with big tech, viewer support is really the only thing independent content creators can rely on, so your support is highly appreciated. Links to my PayPal, Patreon, and Subscribestar pages can all be found in the description. And also, don't forget to support me on Alt Tech. You can find the links to my Parlor page and my BitChute channel in the description as well. So, our first lesson is why lying is beneficial and how we can become better liars. Okay, Shallon, tell us why lying is a good thing. And certainly in business, this is an absolutely crucial skill. You know what, Mr. Johnson? I think that project is a great idea. Never mind that I came up with it six months ago and you didn't like it. I love it. You know what? You do enough. Why don't you let me take it over? No, I don't mind. I see. The benefit of lying is that it allows us to steal other people's good ideas at the company we work for. Lying is great for business. Yeah, except that's going to make all of your business relationships pathological power grabs instead of a relationship where everyone works to help each other. You think that the person whose idea you're trying to steal is not going to notice that you are full of it when you say, I already thought of that idea. Here, just give your good idea to me. Anyone who has a brain is going to see right through that, even if you do end up tricking them. Eventually, as time passes, they're going to see who you are, and the relationship will be destroyed. That's why you don't do immoral things. The difference between moral and immoral is that immoral behavior destroys relationships, while moral behavior builds relationships. I mean, does Shallon ever wonder why she has so many pathological relationships or why she says things like this? Men lie almost constantly. They are twice as likely to lie as women. They tell twice as many lies. You need a source citation for that claim. Also, you said that people just assume that women are honest. Was that counted into your study? Couldn't that have skewed the results? Not to mention a second study she gave, or maybe it was the same one, said that most people are honest and only 5% of people lie. So which is it, Shallon? Do men in general lie constantly, or is it just the men that you are around who lie all the time because no one else will have you? Case in point, this is how Shallon describes one of her exes. My ex-boyfriend was a chronic, habitual liar. This is what you get when you follow Shallon's advice. 
people who are untrustworthy. If you watch Shallon's content, you'll notice that all of her relationships are pathological. Intimate relationships, business relationships, close friendships. I haven't heard her describe a single relationship that was good. And that's because she does things like this. You want to save up those lie brownie points, right? You want to keep your other lies, the little white lies, the things that people don't want to hear. You want to keep those as truthful as possible. It was me who broke the Nespresso machine. It wasn't the cleaning lady. It wasn't the dog. It's not noodles. It was me. This is going to cultivate a sense of trustworthiness so that when it's, of course, I wasn't out with my ex-boyfriend at Sidewinders. No, honey, I was with Jackie and Alexis. You're so silly. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Great. Be honest just enough to make people think you are trustworthy and then lie to them about major events. That will definitely foster good relationships and lead you to being happy. Thanks, Shallon. Now everyone who watches this will know to ignore all the small situations that make her look bad and only focus on the big ones. The lie detector test doesn't come up when she makes a mistake like breaking the coffee machine. It comes up when she is being accused of cheating. I might remind you guys that when it comes to a liar, you should focus more on the evidence than you should on past behavior. But Shallon can't see how this stuff hurts her because she lies too frequently. She has distorted her reality so much to tell those lies effectively that she doesn't know what is healthy and what is not. She even recommends that her viewers trick themselves into believing that their lies are for a good cause because it helps them become more believable. Also, this is interesting, a way to pass a lie lie detector, a way to fake it, actually, is to believe that what you did was for altruistic reasons. Did you break into that animal testing lab and and free those beagles? Nope. Wasn't me. I'd have no problem lying about that because I don't think it's wrong. I'd have no problem lying about that because I don't think it's wrong. Sure, that may be fine for saving the animals, but how many hundreds of times have you convinced yourself that the other lies you told to cover up your bad behaviors were for a good cause, just so that you could lie effectively? You don't think that has a damaging effect on your psychology? At some point in the video, Shallon talks about body language to help identify liars, but honestly, unless you've been trained in that stuff, you aren't going to be able to recognize it, and there are more effective ways to catch liars that are easier to perform. The easiest way to identify a liar is to ask them specific questions that an honest person would easily be able to answer. For example, if you are trying to find out how old Shallon is when every year she claims she's only 35, you can say, Okay, Shallon, when's your birthday? If she can't rattle off the date within half a second like anyone can about their own birthday, 
then she is probably a liar who is trying to figure out the math of what year she should have been born in. If she says she went to the bar, ask her, what drinks did you get? Oh, you went to the hospital? What medicine did they give you? If you can throw out several of these without being obvious and she can't easily answer them, then she is probably lying. Now to our second lesson, which is about revenge and being ruthless. Shallon loves revenge so much that she wears a necklace that says it. Why would someone lie to Shallon Lester? Who wears a necklace that says revenge? In this second video, Shallon makes a much harder push for immorality, and it's really hard for me to see these two things kind of juxtaposed together. On one side, Shallon talks about self-improvement and makes videos like this, declaring that she's going to stop drinking, but on the other side, she tells people to cheat on their partners, lie to people, and spend copious amounts of time acting out revenge plots. Quite a complex person. Let's hear her discuss how to be ruthless by talking about the Italian philosopher Machiavelli. So the central teaching of Machiavelli is to strip away morality and focus on effectiveness. If you took morality out of the equation, how would you behave? At work, maybe you would spread rumors about your rival. Maybe you would use their maternity leave to seize power, to take over their job duty so that their position no longer existed. Ooh, that's pretty immoral. Maybe you would overhear an idea in the break room and you would run and tell it to your boss first. Uh-oh. You know, with that in perspective, a lot of things make sense now. I haven't done too much studying on Machiavelli, but I know he's an important figure. I tried to listen to the audio version of his most popular book, The Prince, as research for this video, but it was so boring that I turned it off after 30 minutes. To me, if I can't force myself to pay attention to your book, that's bad writing, and I can't stand that, so I'll have to learn the information some other way. Wikipedia describes him as the father of modern politics. That makes sense. A lot of people in politics do a bunch of amoral things just to win the game. The general feeling that I get about Machiavelli in my limited research is that he is a pragmatist, a pure pragmatist who will do something, even if it's wrong, if it leads to victory. Now, pragmatism is a highly important philosophy because you should be looking for the most effective way to do something, but there is a problem with stripping away morality. The problem is, is that it leads to an environment where everyone hates each other and they are constantly trying to stab each other in the back instead of doing things that are actually productive. Again, politics. A team that focuses on pragmatism mixed in with morality will run circles around the amoral team because the amoral team is too busy power grabbing and shifting blame to actually solve the problem or work productively. Watch a failing business, you'll see this behavior quite frequently. If you act like Shallon and steal someone's idea from the break room so you can get ahead, you have now just fostered a hostile relationship with that person a person you previously could have teamed up with, is now inaccessible to you. Instead of having two people to solve a problem, you now have one, and you and your company will suffer for that. Picture this. You're at a party. That stupid friend of me in your friend group says some backhanded compliment about what you're wearing. You know what I love about you, Shallon, is you just, like, wear whatever you want. Like, you, you don't think, like, oh, my body type. You just, like, wear it. You just, like, go there. It's so cool. I'm sorry. What did you say? What did you mean? If you deal with these threats right up front, these people learn I'm not the one. 
So the next time that happens, you say, I'm sorry, Kelsey, what do you mean? Because it kind of sounded like you were giving me a backhanded compliment, like I'm so fat and yet I just wear whatever I want because I'm too stupid to know I shouldn't. Is that what you meant? Could you clarify? Oh, no. I, no, I was like, I was saying I like your outfit. Really? Because you didn't say that. You could have said, I like your outfit, but you tacked on this comment about my body. So I would like to know what it is you meant. Kelsey won't be saying that again. Shallon, when you have confrontations like this, the argument is not for the person who harmed you. It's for all the people around you who are watching. If your friends are in on that conversation with you and Kelsey, what are they going to think when they see you flip out over a minor backhanded compliment, followed by that psychopathic stare that you gave at the end? Sure, no one will ever cross you again, because no one in their right mind would ever put themselves within 10 feet of you. The way you actually deal with that situation without scaring the crap out of everyone is you say, uh, thanks. Then you show your disapproval by rolling your eyes or something and stop talking to that person. Real simple. There's no reason to go nuclear over a simple backhanded compliment. I really don't think that Shallon understands how insane she sounds. For example, I had a publicist. I remember asking him one time, what is my reputation in New York? Like, I'm so curious. Like, what do people think about me? And he said one word. Ruthless. These are the moments that make life worth living. I could not have invented a better, more flattering word for myself. Do you know why? It's better to be feared than loved. But we'll get there. Because that's another thing Machiavelli was famous for saying. We'll get there. See what I mean? It's hard for me to tell if she is just being a caricature of an evil person for show, or if she is actually like this. Either way, the idea is completely wrong, or at the very least, it's outdated. It's not better to be feared than it is to be loved. Pure, amoral pragmatism will actually get you less of what you want, because while you seize power, you will be burning down the very system that puts you into power in the first place. The reason everyone doesn't go willy-nilly acting like Shallon recommends is because if everyone did that, there would be no system. Healthy systems that are worth taking over are based off trust and forgiveness. If no one trusts each other and people have their lives destroyed over one bad thing they did, then it's only a matter of time before things fall apart. The reason people like Shallon have to yell and manipulate to get what they want is because they aren't good people. They haven't shown good character that people respect and or they haven't achieved a real accomplishment that inspires people to listen to them. Real pragmatism is not just about winning. It's about winning in the best possible way. But do you want to know why people choose manipulation over morality? It's because manipulation is easy. Yelling is easy. Hurting people is easy. Morality, getting people to genuinely like you, inspiring people to work hard and forming good business relationships is a lot of work. It also requires a lot of self-reflection that none of these immoral people are willing to do, and it requires that you take a lot of time to make sure that you are actually consistent in your principles. But if you get all of that right, you will build a functioning system instead of a system that is highly inefficient where people spend all of their time trying to backstab each other. And my God, when things go wrong, Shallon, when things go wrong and people describe you as ruthless, don't be surprised when there is no one to help you when you need something. Don't be surprised when people cheer for your demise. 
That's why you don't strip yourself of morality. The whole point of this Jungian idea towards evil or shadow development is to develop your capacity for evil so that you can turn those evil traits into positive traits. Shallon wears a necklace that says revenge on it. If you hate someone, do you know what the best revenge is? Success. There is nothing better than watching a terrible person fail while you overachieve and reap all the rewards. Have you been hurt by someone? Good. Use your hatred of that person to fuel your motivation to be a better person than they are. Seeing your success destroys those people, plus this activity will keep you from wasting your creativity on some dumb revenge plot that doesn't actually move you forward. That's how to use evil to your advantage. But with that said, I think that's enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all of those links in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on BitChute or Parlor, you can also find those links in the description. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.